really fun to like watch them grow up. Um, and they were super grateful for all your donations. So thank you so much. They used the medicine. Um, some of the babies had chicken pox. And then once, when you're getting over chicken pox, you get like kind of colds and stuff. So they were using that. They, the flip-flops, they were super grateful for the flip-flops. And they just loved the can opener that we brought them. They, you would have thought it was like Santa Claus had come when we brought the electric can opener. They were using like an old hand one and it was all like rusted and really hard to use. And they were super thankful. So I think that was Dan Shokowski. So if you see him, tell him that they were super excited about that. Um, and so throughout the week, what we spent the money on, um, we got some, I think we got like some fans and stuff for them. Um, and we took the kids different places. So we took them to, there was like a carnival in town, like a county fair type deal. Um, it was pretty sketchy, but of course my dad rode all the rides. So, you know, um, he didn't die. It was good. Um, we took them to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, that was, they love Chuck E. Cheese. Um, we took them for ice cream and they got to pick whatever they want, which was really, it was funny to watch them pick because they don't really get to do that a lot. A lot of times when they get donations and stuff, it's just like, here's what you get. Like everyone just gets the same thing. So when we let them pick something, they just don't even know what to do. It's kind of cute. Um, we took, she knows what we did, but she doesn't want to talk. So she's just like right here. Um, we took the older kids to the mall, which was very interesting. Um, so we gave them a set amount of money. Um, the ones that are like, 12 to like 18 and we said this is what you have to spend like pick out an outfit and like get some things that you need um and it was interesting to see because they don't ever really get to do that and like handle money and see like how much money everything costs and how to like manage a certain amount of money that you have um because they just get donations you know to the orphanage and they just pick out of there so i think that was really good for them to be able to do that um, and then they got some new stuff, but it was funny to watch some of them would like spend three dollars and they'd be like could i have these socks and we'd be like yeah, you can have all the socks if you want. Like this is, they just didn't know like how much things cost. And um, so that was something that we did with the money as well. So it was a great trip. Our plane was only delayed by like an hour. So we made it there and back. Um, and we're just, thank you so much for everything that you do for the trip and for the orphanage and everything. Um, and if you have any questions or would like to see any pictures, um, I have lots of pictures. Um, we didn't bring any home with us this time, but we thought about it. So, you know, maybe next time. Um, and I'm gonna see if we can get any pictures posted on the Facebook page too, so that everyone can see um, the kids. They're just so fun. And if you've ever thought of going, let us know and we can get you on the trip. You don't have to speak Spanish, but if you do, I mean, you can also go. My dad doesn't speak any Spanish and he has a great time. Um, I do have to translate some things for him, but he just like makes up Spanglish <laughs> words and like the kids mostly understand him and they think it's a lot of fun, so. Um, if you've ever thought about going, let us know. But thank you so much. What should they go to say? She was giving me like what we did. Besides giggle. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but I can only understand like every fifth word you talk about. <laughs> Sorry. When you get older, you have your language slows down. You can't talk that fast, you know, like that. Uh, what happened to our worship folks? Our worship leaders. Where are you going? It's not done yet. You didn't get yourself. Oh, well, <laughs> the things you have to do with substitutes. <laughs> so let us stand now and sing our hymn of love. Blessed be the tie that binds. Number 286 in the hymnal or on the screen.
Do we have any joys? Well, we have one joy this week. Clark, right? Carter. Carter. I know it's starting with a C. <laughs> I was going to say Car uh, uh, Clark, like Clark Kent. It's somebody's birthday. He tried today, not yesterday or tomorrow, but today is his birthday. And he tried to tell me he was eight years old. I said, no, he's at least 16, and he's ready to go driving. So can we sing happy birthday to him? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear dangerous to tell me things. Okay? Did we have any joys? That was one joy. Did we have any other joys that have taken, taken place? Yes! So my youngest daughter got engaged. Your youngest daughter, and that's a joy. That is a joy. She got engaged. Yes. Oh, the poor guy. <laughs> uh, when will they learn? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I better not do that. Uh, any uh, other uh, joys? Yes, ma'am? Um, my parents are in Europe and they made it there safely and their travels have been safe and everything. So just a joy that they're there and they're having a good time. But hopefully they can And it's a joy that they're away from you. <laughs> and it's a joy that I'm going to ask them when they come back. In fact, I'm going to see a lady today at Dunlow who's going to see ABBA in October. So my whole afternoon will be spent sitting next to her, telling her everything I know about the ABBA show and uh, see how big of a fan she, uh, she, she really is. If she tells me after five minutes, that's enough. It's like, okay, you're not as big a fan as I thought you were. You might, you might be. So uh, I, keep, I send a, a message to Colleen and Matt, and at the end of the message I always say, enjoy ABBA, because I know they're not going to see ABBA, although they're in London. It's like, you know, who planned this itinerary? My goodness, wow. This is the once-in-a-lifetime experience. Any, any concerns? <coughs> I'm still not going to kneel because I'm still afraid I wouldn't be able to get up. When my back is better, I'll, I'll go back to kneeling. So let us enter into our uh, adversary prayer and we'll raise our voices to God Almighty uh, and so he can hear what we're praying for. Our gracious God, let us have the knowledge and the understandings so that in making the decisions we are asked to make are made not only good, not only better, but the best. Only you can provide us with this ability. We pray that we use our time wisely by spending our time with our priorities instead of for them. We also ask that when we are trying to extend our kindness to another, that we take into consideration their needs and not our own. And finally, dear Lord, let us start now, putting thoughts out of our mind that may interfere within our being in your presence. We pray for the leaders of our country and community. We pray for the well-being and safety of our youth. We pray for the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. We pray for the law enforcement and the military, especially Second Lieutenant Carl Smith. And we pray for health workers. 
We offer prayers for Ed and Kathy for their well-being and better health. And we still offer our silent prayer for a member of this congregation. We pray for people who are going on vacations, for a safe journey to their destination, an enjoyable vacation, and a safe return trip back here to, to home. And we pray for Matt and Colleen who are still in their uh, London trip, bringing it to a close and uh, coming back to us uh, next week. We pray for their, their safe return to their loving family here in uh, Western Pennsylvania. Uh, dear Lord, we pray for Jean Ivanko. Now if there's a name that has come to the people's spirits while we were praying, let them say those names out loud now. We offer a prayer for Sydney with her broken wrist. We pray that it, it heals quickly and heals uh, uh, properly. Now, dear Lord, let us bring our prayer time to a close by praying the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now it's time for our ushers to come forward for the presentations of God's tithes, our gifts, and offerings. Please stand.
Our Heavenly Father, we have for you two, two of your young followers who are presenting to you today the tithes and gifts and offerings that come from this congregation. We thank you for their, their presence here, and we thank you for these gifts that they are presenting to you to be used for, with the help of the, the, with the help of, to be used, but the, to help support this church and to help with the spreading of the word throughout the area. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, and all three of us said, Amen. Amen. You can put it down there. Was that getting heavy for you? No? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please be seated. Our scripture reading comes from the book of Luke. Of course, that's the book we're in for this, this, this time, time of the season, until uh, Thanksgiving. And we've continued from the last week, we talked about the parable of the Good Samaritan. And the next story that comes in Luke 10, verses 38 to 42, is at the home of Mary and Martha. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. The words of God for the people of God, thanks be to God. Well, also at the house was a brother by the name of Lazarus. Now, this was not the Lazarus who, who was raised from the dead. This is a different uh, Lazarus. Well, we find Martha, Martha's in the kitchen preparing an elaborate meal for Jesus and his disciples. Meanwhile, Mary was seated at the feet of Jesus, listening. She was at his feet ready and willing to receive his word and apply it to her life, which would change her life. Not only for the better, but for the best. Martha was displaying traditional values, while Mary was displaying newer values. Jesus responds to Martha's frustration by saying, Martha, Martha, you were worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary provides you with an example of the importance of spending time with Jesus. Put simply, Martha was doing instead of being. She was doing instead of being, while Mary was being instead of doing. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 35, we should attend upon the Lord without distractions. If you're too busy working for the Lord, then you may miss out on being with the Lord. If you're too busy for God, then you're just too darn busy. I only use the word darn because we're on the internet. Mary chose the best way to please Jesus by receiving his word into her heart. 
Martha clearly demonstrated that she was worried and distracted about many things. You can hear Martha in the kitchen now with pots and pans rattling around in the kitchen and her mumbling under her breath. What's my sister doing sitting out there just, you know, doing nothing? Martha was letting her outward activities interfere with her inner activities. This short scripture reading provides us with a few of life's lessons. First lesson, the things of this life will not last. What will last you will be the love of Christ. Being occupied with Christ instead of being occupied for him means your affection will be prized well above your service to him. Being occupied with Christ instead of being occupied for him means your affection will be prized well above your service to him. Why? Because pride and self-importance may be your reason for your service to him. And we know they're not good. Pride and self-importance. Next, many, many times your worldly concerns will cause problems within your family. You spend too much time being occupied with these concerns than you do being occupied with your family. Satan is distracting you from the area that deserves your attention. And all he has to do is to get you to move a little bit, and then he's got you. Because then you'll move a little bit more, and then more and more. The last lesson. Each one of you is called to focus on Christ. When you, as a member of this congregation, gather together here Sunday after Sunday... You are called to leave at the door your distractions, your problems, your worries, any barriers that may interfere with you being free, open and able to be with the one thing that is needed, and that is, what's the one thing that's needed? Excuse us, people on the internet, it takes a while. Who? God. Hey, look at that. It took a four-year-old kid to come up with the answer. Thank you. I'll, I'll get your, your initials engraved on the collection plate up there. The only thing that's needed is Jesus Christ. Everything else is supposed to be left outside. If you do that, then and only then will you connect with the only source that will bring both peace and energy to all your undertakings. Not to some of them, but to all your undertakings. Consider these questions. I should have wrote them down and put an insert in there for you to, to keep them, because I know you won't remember them. Do you find yourself serving God more than being with God? That's one question that pastors have to go through all the time. What we, what, what we do during the week and, and getting prepared for this is serving God. But do we spend time with God? This is your time with God. But the pastor usually has to work while you're spending your time with God. 
The next question. Do you find yourself being occupied for Jesus instead of being occupied with Jesus? And the last question. Are you neglecting the one area that truly needs most of your attention? These are questions you should be thinking about and reach some kind of conclusion. Then you need to pray on what you should do about them. It's said that there's a civil war that goes on within every person. And that war continues until you discover the answers to these three questions raised today. You want me to repeat the questions? Now, somebody said yes. Somebody said yes. Everybody else did nothing. They didn't shake their head or do anything. See, and that was an easy question. Do you find yourself serving God more than being with God? Do you find yourself being occupied for Jesus instead of being occupied with Jesus? And the last one, are you neglecting the one area that truly needs most of your attention? Many people may need to be a Martha first before they can become a Mary. Many people may need to work for Jesus before they can work with Jesus. What's required to make this transition? Willingness, faith, and sacrifice. Three things. Of course, it's always three. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The willingness to want to work with Jesus the faith that will permit you to take that step. It's not, it, 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 it's not a, a big step. It is a big step. But physically, it's not a big step to take. But you have to spend a lot of time thinking about whether to take that step or not. And to sacrifice whatever is required of you to become a working partner with Christ a working partner with Christ. If you do these things, then you will have chosen not only the good choice, not only the bad choice, but the best choice. Let us pray. Dear Lord, may we choose to reach for the best and not settle for less. In our path, may we choose to follow your way and not the world's way. It's not easy, our Christian walk. It's made hard on purpose because God is just not looking for the good nor the better, but he's looking for the best. Amen. Let us now stand and sing our hymn of praise. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty. Page 8 in our hymnal, or it's on the screen.
Did you get a picture of that? No, no you didn't get a picture at all. <laughs> the smile that he had on his face when, you, when, his, when the brother gave him the, uh, the, the putter outer. We couldn't light it. That we couldn't light and take the Christ of, of the light of Christ out because there's no wick in the thing. We have to wait until Matt gets back in order from his trip to London, seeing Abba, to get the, the wick put in the thing. There. May we live up to his expectations. May you try your best to put the many distractions that the world provides to one side and keep your primary focus on what truly matters. And that's following and obeying God's word. By doing so, you will have found the only source that will bring both peace and energy to all of your undertakings. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and all God's children said, Amen. Let's try that again. And all God's children said, Amen. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much back there.